The Joe Biden Kamala Harris ticket is the most, the most anti-Catholic nomination of any major party in the history of the United States. And that is saying a lot for a country that has a history of anti-Catholicism. This is the first time in history of this country where a major party has nominated a self-professed Catholic who is excommunicated according to church teaching and church canon law and even the Catholic Catechism paragraphs um, 2268 through 2275. Therefore, therefore, thereby, rightly so, a priest can deny Joe Biden holy communion. And very recently, one priest in South Carolina has. The priest there rightly denied Joe Biden holy communion due to his unrepentant support and advocacy of the intrinsic evils of unnatural marriage and abortion. Again, at the head of a ticket for a major party, the person who could become president of the United States and the de facto most powerful leader in the world is a person who claims to be Catholic yet flaunts the fact that he is opposed to fundamental Catholic teaching and who bishops and priests who follow the church teaching were rightly not even allowed to receive the Holy Eucharist in their diocese and parishes. The election of Joe Biden on these grounds itself should, should cause a, a scandal in the Catholic Church and it may create a schism in those dioceses where bishops will not at minimum denounce Biden for his positions. For if Biden is allowed to be elected and claim to be a Catholic yet publicly reject church teaching, there's going to be a reckoning like you've never seen before. Joe Biden is the first nominee of any party who promises that when he is elected, promises that when he is elected, that he's going to persecute the Catholic Church, the same church that he claims to belong to. He says he's going, he promises that he's going to take the little sisters of the poor, the religious order, the little sisters of the poor, back to court over their religious exemption from Obamacare, from the contraception mandate on Obamacare. Joe Biden, he, he believes that all employers, including religious employers, who um, may object to the contraception mandate on moral grounds, that who think it may violate their conscience to dispense it or whatever, that he still believes that they should pay for their employees' contraception. Again, <laughs> I have to repeat this. Joe Biden, as president, promises to persecute the Catholic Church. The head of the Democratic Party promises that if he becomes president, that he's going to persecute the Catholic Church. He says, I quote, If I am elected, I will restore the Obama-Biden policy that existed before the Hobby Lobby ruling. Providing an exemption for houses of worship and accommodation for nonprofit organizations with religious missions. He says the accommodation will allow women at these organizations to access contraception coverage, not through their employer provider plan, but instead through their insurance company or a third party administrator. Now, on the surface, this sounds benign, as if it takes the um, contraception out of the hands of the religious employer. But pay attention. By requiring the employer to make the employee aware of the outside option, and in some cases still pay for it, the religious employer still remains complicit on those two counts. Biden also promises to repeal the Mexico City, pol Mexico City policy, which will allow your tax dollars to be used to advance abortion in other countries. And he has also promised to repeal the Hyde Amendment, which will allow your tax dollars to be used to pay for abortions in this country.
And he also promised to make the Hyde Amendment just a permanent part of legislation so that um, this issue doesn't flip back and forth with every president. So just on, a, on those grounds alone, just on those grounds alone, the nomination of Joe Biden should offend every Catholic and cause great concern and consternation amongst bishops. This man is a fake Catholic who claims to be a real one, a faithful one, and he says he's going to persecute the Catholic Church. He rejects church teachings, yet flaunts and, 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 uh, he flaunts it openly that he rejects church teaching, yet claims to be a Catholic. And again, he promises to persecute the Catholic Church. So on those grounds alone, this, this is a huge issue. But now enters his running mate, Kamala Harris, the former Attorney General of California, and now Senator Kamala Harris from California. Kamala Harris, you know, she's being marketed as, as uh, the first black female president, you know, but her parents are actually immigrants. One of the men, the father from Jamaica, her her mother um, from India. All right. Now, both her and Joe Biden have made a career out of disproportionately incarcerating black men. But they also share another thing in common. It's their hostility towards the Catholic Church. Never before has a major party nominee. Never, never before as a major party nominee as someone has used who has used their position as senator to issue a religious litmus test against the Catholic who is nominated for the seat on the federal bench, attempting to, to disqualify him on the grounds of her personal bigotry against Catholics, asking Brian Boucher a question that she prefaced with lace Catholicism, saying that since 1993, you have been a member of the Knights of Columbus, an all-male society comprised primarily of Catholic men. In 2016, Carl Anderson, she said, the leader of Knights of Columbus, described abortion as a legal regime that has resulted in more than 40 million deaths. Then she says, Mr. Anderson went on to say that abortion is the killing of the innocent on a massive scale. Then she asked Brian, after prefacing, prefacing the question in this way, she says, were you aware that the Knights of Columbus opposed a woman's right to choose when you joined the organization. Senator Kamal Harris then went on, went on to ask Brian whether he is aware that the Knights of Columbus opposed marriage equality when he joined the organization and whether he had ever in any way assisted or contributed to advocacy against women's reproductive rights, as she calls them. Following Kamal's lead, her colleague in the committee, Maisie Hirono, of Hawaii went on to try to intimidate and bully Boucher with more bigotry by asking whether he intended to intended to end his membership with his organization to avoid any appearance of bias. This is the person who the Democrats want to have as their person who is a heartbeat away. A heartbeat away from the person who would be the oldest person ever elected as president and who is clearly already suffering from dementia. This person, this anti-Catholic bigot, Kamala Harris, and, and we are not even going to talk about the, the, the way she, we're not even going to get into the way she treated um, Catholic Justice um, Kavanaugh um, during his confirmation. I mean, the woman's a Catholic bigot. Not only that, this is the first person that a political party has nominated for vice president. Someone who has used her position as attorney general to not only defend Planned Parenthood or Planned Genocide, as I call it, for their harvesting of, of aborted baby parts, but went after the media group Center for uh, Media Progress, um, who exposed Planned Genocide for their demonic activity. While she was campaigning for a United States Senator in 2016, on the platform of being a Planned Genocide candidate, 
she used her position as attorney general to launch a raid on David um, Dowdine's apartment. David was the lead investigator uh, for um, the Pro-Life Center for Medical Progress and apparently had some more videos to release um, against Planned Parenthood, proving that they are in the business of harvesting and selling um, aborted baby parts. So Kamala Harris launched this raid, which resulted in a seizure of David's laptop and multiple hard drives. Also, watch my video about how during the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, Kamal Harris dared to publicly and explicitly state that God approves of abortion. This woman is evil, perhaps possessed. Perhaps she's a possessed demon. I mean, at this point, we just have to wonder. I mean, she's such an anti-Catholic bigot. <laughs> it's so entrenched into the planned genocide. You have to wonder. But everyone should be aware of this. I think our problem is that we want to look at this nomination through the worldly and political lenses and, and see it as just some sort of theater or gamemanship. We want to look at it as a, a competition of opposing political parties and ideologies, people trying to outdo each other to gain whatever um, political advantage or power that's available. But seeing how anti-Catholic both of these people are, and how they have exercised great care during their political careers to offer up to Satan things that would be um, pleasing to him. I'm convinced that Satan is using his nomination to attack the Catholic Church and to strike another blow from within and without. By offend, I mean the failure of bishops to stand against Biden claims of being a faithful Catholic. That is going to weaken the Catholic Church greatly. And from, uh, from without, from aside, I mean that Satan is using this nomination to create more public hostility against what the Catholic Church teaches on life and marriage and human dignity. If you're a Catholic, you cannot vote against your church. And why would you be so stupid to even think that you should? The Biden Harris administration is an attack. It's an attack on you and your family and on Christ. What Christian votes to be persecuted? I'm not saying that you have to vote for Trump or that you have to get over the fact that you may, like, may, like, may not like him personally or that um, you don't like his tweets. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you should not be a dumbass and vote to destroy the Catholic Church that you say you love. I, I'm not one of those people who say that you need to pray about your vote and, and vote your conscience. No. I'm saying that you know what these people are about. You know the evil that they're going to bring because they have promised to bring it. So if you vote for them, knowing full well that they're going to persecute the Catholic Church and her teachings, then you are complicit in that evil. When we are taught by the apostle to work out our own salvation, the battle booth was not excluded. If I sound judgmental to you, don't sweat it. Because it is not my judgment you have to worry about if you go and vote to persecute Christ and his church. But until then, until next time, blessings and shalom to you and to yours. Fool me, we can't get fooled again.